Renew your mind. I love having coffee with my pasta. It's just so personal. Be encouraged. This is my favourite programme. Pastor Kong is just so real. Hot seats, hot seats. Nourished in the word. The question and answers are spot on. Pastor Kong, we love you. This is the best. Something new is brewing. Hi, this is Pastor Kong. I want to invite you to sit back, relax and have a cup of coffee with me. Join us for Coffee with Kong. Hello and welcome to the show known as Coffee with Kong and I'm your host, Bernard. I'm so glad you can join me on this radio show where I get to ask my senior pastor some of life's most difficult or burning questions and in the process be well equipped to understand about life, faith and ministry. Well, we believe this show will greatly bless you and hopefully help you walk closer to God and live a purpose-driven, kingdom-driven life. Pastor Kong Hee is the Senior Pastor of City Harvest Church in Singapore and ever since May 2012, he has been on this radio show every week answering emails that come in to us at connect at cdradio.sg. Well, sit back and let's have coffee with my pastor, Pastor Kong Hee. Hi, Bern. When can we have an actual cup, man? This virtual cup business has been going on for quite a while. <laughs> yeah, Pastor, I miss, I really miss having an actual cup. You know, Pastor, I just looked through Instagram. I have this very, 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 very old picture of us at Ipoh at a coffee really? shop. At <laughs> 12 30, 12, 1 a.m., having supper and we were holding uh, Kopio, Kopio together. Pastor Dave Tong drove us. Pastor Dave. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> that was fantastic. Oh, Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> My oh. hair was black. Yes, Pastor. Pastor, yes. I was, uh, <clears throat> I was slimmer. Okay, never mind. Let's uh, move on. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> Pastor, uh, today's uh, uh, topic is titled Holy Laughter. So, you might be thinking, hey, Bernard, haven't I answered this question before? No, 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 no. This is different. This is different, Pastor. This one, this one requires uh, Pastor Kong's pastoral, pastoral side ready to come out. Okay, Pastor, listen to this. Somebody wrote to us, connect at ctradio.sg. Says, hi, Pastor Kong and Bernard. Thank you for taking time to read this email. I would like to kindly ask Pastor Kong on his views on supernatural experiences such as holy laughter and gold dust. <laughs> Are these experiences biblical? If so, where can I read about them? So, Pastor, this is the first part. Okay? First part. Uh, maybe we have to come back and answer this because she got a sec. He or she got a second part because anonymous. Personally, I have been in City Harvest for slightly more than two years now. When I first came across some members experiencing holy laughter, I was taken aback by it. And from observing some members, they were also taken aback by what was happening. So I continuously prayed about it, asking for God to reveal to me His truth. But uh-huh. until today, uh-huh. I'm still not at peace with it. I uh-huh. understand that not everyone experiences these encounters and that I should place my relationship with Jesus before any of these experiences. Yet, I am unable to ascertain if such encounters are truly from the Holy Spirit. Now, Pastor, here's the main topic. And lastly, how should I position myself with my leader who moves in this area if I do not agree with it? Question mark. 
Thank you, Pastor Kong and Bernard, for this program. It has blessed me tremendously, and I would like to remain anonymous. So, Pastor. Okay, anonymous. Yeah. Yes, anonymous. Okay, let me let me tell you that uh, have I experienced holy laughter? Yes. You have I experienced a lot? No, not as much as my wife though. Uh, yeah, but same thing. Have I experienced uh, angelic visitation? No. Uh, have Have I seen demons with my eyes open? Yes, I have. So. So there are a lot of things in life, you know, and that are in the realm of phenomena, what we call uh, supernatural phenomena, uh, spiritual phenomena. I think what we want to do ensure is that it should be biblical. Best of all, it's in the Bible, and then secondly, if it's not in the Bible, it should be uh, doesn't go against the principle of the Bible, and then. Is also experienced throughout church history, yeah. So, okay. Having said all that, holy laughter—is it of God or of the flesh? I think that if you if you go and study and Google this and and look at all the verses uh, that talks about laughter, there seems to be a plausible case. I say plausible case to make that. Holy laughter is in the scripture. I think the first thing you need to ascertain is it in the scripture or not. There, there seemed to be a case for it. And then number two, when you look throughout church history, in many of the mighty moves of God throughout church history, you will find also there is this spiritual phenomenon, like people laughing and filled with the joy of the Lord. Uh, one good example is John Wesley. In many of John Wesley's revival meetings, uh, people were touched by the Holy Spirit so much that they laughed and laughed until they were drunk. They, they appeared drunk. But you know, with, with all spiritual phenomena, is there uh, good results after that? People get reported to be healed of sicknesses. People reported to be healed of depression. People reported to see visions and have dreams. So it seems like all throughout church history, such phenomena like holy laughter is a good thing. I do know many members in our church that were struggling with depression, that when they were touched in such a way, they were healed of chronic depression. So it seems like it is a good thing. You know, it seems like it's a good thing. So my big question here is this. I think it's the same for me and for Sun, and we have our own shares of holy laughter. Uh, we we don't make it a, a major doctrine in our church. We don't make it a major thing that we aim for or we look for. If it happens, it happens. Since it doesn't go against God's word, the joy of the Lord is a good thing. And as long as it's not manufactured by human flesh and it's a genuinely move, it's a genuine move of God, we are for it, we are not against it. If it happens, it happens. Mm. But we don't major on it either. We major on the word. We major on seeing lives transform and winning the lost. So having answered all this, all these are all my caveats. <laughs> What's the yes. question again? So the question is, how do I 
I mean, she does, the person. I, I mean, I keep saying she, he, or she doesn't have peace about it. You know, for two years already. So keep praying okay. about it. So, Pastor, my, yeah. my feeling here is this: is that if you do not feel very comfortable with uh, such moves of God, then go to another cell group where they don't uh, move in the spirit in such a way. Yeah. You know, it's not just holy laughter. Some cell groups are always moving constantly in uh, healing. Some are moving constantly in uh, prophecy. Some are moving constantly in this or in that. It's it's just different strokes for different folks. You go to a cell group where you feel comfortable at. Yeah, I mean, what is good for one may not be good for another, and that's the beautiful thing of. Belonging to a big church where there are hundreds and hundreds of cell groups, you will find one that will fit you. You will find one that was that would be that'll be fine for you. So if you're not comfortable with holy laughter and you join a cell group that loves holy laughter, I mean, obviously it's going to be there's going to be a conflict. You can't stop them from wanting to enjoy the Holy Spirit that way, and you shouldn't, because if if that way helps them to be closer to God. And if it's not unbiblical, then you should not stop them. But if you are there, and at the same time you find yourself getting distracted, you're not enjoying the meeting. It's not good for you. Then you should go to another group. And wow. the beautiful thing with belonging to a big church with hundreds and hundreds of cell groups is that you're gonna find dozens and dozens of them will suit you. They will fit you. Amen yeah. and amen, Pastor. What a great answer! Different strokes, different folks. Of course, Pastor. Uh, I mean, the last question here is: I mean, how do I position myself with my leader? So, if I mean, we try to do things in a peaceful manner and a you know pro- appropriate manner. Let's not be disrespectful or dishonoring of anyone. And of course, Pastor, would you encourage uh, the person to have a chat with the leader? I think you should. I think you should. And I think if you feel that, look, like if. If you don't feel comfortable with this, and let's say, for example, you go to cell group fifty-two weeks in a year, thirty weeks, they are moving in holy laughter, and you're totally not comfortable. You're you're not in it. Then then change your cell group. But let's say you go fifty-two weeks in a year, and once a year they they break out into holy laughter. Then take it as as a a personal challenge, you know, for you to seek God more, for you to probe. More about this, and perhaps you need to do, dig more and research more into holy laughter, and see, you know, look at the historical development of this, look at what are the biblical basis for this, you know, and talk to your cell group leaders about it. There are many things in my life that I was previously not open to, but later I found that they are really good things. And just because I'm not comfortable with it, doesn't mean that it's not from God. I give you an example. Years and years ago, I, I was once I was, uh, somebody prayed for me. This was like thirty over years ago. Uh, in fact, well, yeah, yeah, I was. It was I was still in the army in those days. It was like when Pastor Kong's hair was totally black. <laughs> this person prayed for me, and I belong to a very small church, about eighty members. And he, he's an American missionary, so he said, "Those that wanted prayer, please come up." And then I, I went up. I was totally not expecting anything. He lay hands on me, and I kid you not, the power of God 
hit me like electric shock and I was thrown off my feet like maybe five meters away. I fell to the floor and I was on the floor for the next 20 minutes. I have never experienced anything or seen anything. This is 1982-83. It was a very, very genuine touch from God and I experienced the Holy Spirit in, in a way and I, I attended a small Anglican church we don't have such phenomena you know mm. then fast forward a few years later I was in a charismatic meeting and there was an American missionary and he he said those of you that wanted prayer please come forward and I came up and then he pushed me he pushed me to the floor I was very stumbled and I thought Man, this is so bad. And it just cancelled out the good experience I had previous years ago when, when I was touched by the Lord. From that point onward, I was so stumbled. I would never fall under the power. I, I didn't expect it. I didn't want it. More than not expecting, I didn't want it. So every time when I when someone prayed for me, I will ensure I will, my whole posture is not in the prayer. My whole posture is I'm not going to fall. I'm not going to be pushed. I am not going to be pushed by anyone until I became a pastor. I was already a pastor. And then when I was pastoring City Harvest Church, this is what, 19, 1989, 1990. And then one day I spoke to a, a, a more senior person, an older man, and he was pastoring another church. And then we talked about this. And then he told me, he said, Kong, he said that you have one bad experience. You mustn't let that stop you. If if God wants wants to move genuinely in you again, like the first time you were just a kid, you didn't expect anything. The Holy Spirit touched you and you fell under the power. And then and he showed me it's in the Bible. People fell under the power. John was under the power in, on the island of Patmos when the Lord showed up. Daniel was under the power when the Lord showed up. So he said, just because you have one bad experience, you shouldn't let that cancel out you know, what God potentially would do. That word from this elderly uh, brother just set me free. You know? And then the next time someone prayed for me, I fell under I fell under the power. So, yeah, so it, it was a beautiful experience. So what I'm trying to say here is this, is that you should be open to it, to everything the Holy Spirit has, even if you're uncomfortable. Unless it's outrightly unscriptural, outrightly against the Spirit of God, then you stay away from it. In fact, if you go to a church where they're teaching things or moving in a way that's outrightly against the Word of God, you should not belong to that. You should not stay in the church. But if this is something that is, that is potentially good, you should always remain open, even if you have not experienced it. And if it's freaking you out, of course you can change the cell group, go to another group, or better still, like me, you say, God, if this is from you, you show me. You let me experience this. Yeah. Wow. I think always be open to the move of God. Amen and amen. I want to leave you with these three verses from Ephesians 5 verse 18 to verse 20. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So whether you break forth into holy laughter or not, just stay filled with the Spirit and everything's going to be all right.
God bless. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you have a burning question or a topic to suggest, write to us. Connect at cityradio.sg. Connect at cityradio.sg. To find out more about City Harvest Church, visit our website at www.chc.org.sg. www.chc.org.sg. Don't forget to follow Pastor Kong Hee on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. At PS Kong Hee. At PS Kong Hee. God bless you and stay safe.